Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Any injury updates? Anybody banged up or anything new? Uh, just Ryan Bates. Um day to day with an ankle. Okay, cool. Um, as far as, you know, I know this is a term that you have said and a lot of other coaches say the 24 hour rule and how you enjoy a win for 24 hours. And then you turn the page. You said it even in the press conference yesterday, Miami puts up 70 points. Does the 24 hours go by a little quicker when you know what's coming up or does the 24 hour rule not exist because you just start work immediately? Yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like anymore it gets shorter and shorter or smaller and smaller that window, right? Um, and in particular, when you got a team that put up 70-plus points, um, I don't think I've seen that in my, in my NFL career the entire time. So um, they're very explosive. When you look at the performances that your defense has had the last couple of weeks and how they've kind of continued to trend in the right direction, I guess, what do you attribute that to? Is there one particular thing that's leading to this continued success with the pressures, the sacks, the takeaways, or is it just kind of a culmination of a lot of things? Well, I think it's the preparation the players uh, put themselves through. The coaches have done a phenomenal job of getting them prepared um, during the week. And, and I think that's really the, the culmination of those two coming together, really. Cool. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Sure. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Just a couple of lineup questions quick. What was the thinking behind uh, Kingsley being up yesterday and then also Puna being the one of the five defensive tackles that was down? Yeah, I just always want to put uh, what we feel like is the best for that that weekend's game um, out there. and uh, We have confidence in Puna and confidence in Kingsley. And, you know, obviously with uh, – it's going to be different week to week, but with uh, with uh, Flo's injury coming off of uh, a couple of days of missing practice, we just wanted to make sure we were protected there. And then the second question is, last two weeks, end-of-game scenarios where you've had Josh and, and Stefan, a lot of the other number one guys out, James Cook was still in getting carries. What was kind of the hope from, from those two situations of having your number one back on the field when the other number ones were on the bench? Yeah, I mean, he's still a young player. He's only just in his, the start of his second season, right? So the more reps he gets, the uh, – the more experience he gets and, and he'll learn some things. Obviously don't want to expose him any more than we have to, to your point. Uh, but just uh, he's still young in his career, in his young NFL career at this point. All right. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good. How about you? Uh, good. Thanks. Um, I know you touched on it yesterday. Um, I was just wondering if you could uh, kind of elaborate more on um, what you saw from Josh and his ability to go down and uh, take slides when he needed to. Right. I mean, I, I think, again, you talk about a style of play um, and, um, you know, him him adjusting his his game uh, or pieces of his game um, to uh, a more sustainable style of play. Um, and, 
and so I think that's healthy for him and healthy for our team. Great. Thank you. Hey, Sean, I want to go back to the uh, Dolphins here for just a second. Obviously, you look at that number, of, you know, 70 points, but especially being a division opponent, you're more familiar with them uh, or as familiar with them as as pretty much anybody. Um, what is it about them? What is the same? What's different this year that's enabled them to have that success? And how does that impact, generally speaking, I'm not asking you to get into X's and O's, but your philosophy and preparing to defend them this week? Right. Um, they have uh, unreal team speed on, on, the, on the offensive side. Uh, that's really where my focus has uh, been the last uh, hour or two. Um, and it seems like they added to it uh, uh, this offseason, right? So um, very good skill. Uh, Tua is, is uh, throwing the ball extremely well. Um, and they just, their, their schematics are, are almost revolutionary in what they do. I mean, it's Coach McDaniel's very, uh, very creative and, and uh, does a lot of things to, um, to get you out of position on defense. As you prepare, and you're probably figuring this out to an extent, but can you be more, should you be more aggressive, or is it a keep everyone in front of you type approach, again, generally speaking, on that, yeah. against a team like this? Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's figured that out yet, clearly. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm just getting into it, but uh, yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to see. I, I don't even I don't even know where to begin yet. So, uh, but I appreciate the question. All right, Sean. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Hey, Sean. A lot has been said about Miami's passing game. Obviously, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua with his accuracy, but the running game has really come alive for them, particularly against Denver. Two hundred yards for one back, one hundred for the other, I believe. What have you? I know that you you still have to dive in, but what have you seen from the running game that's allowed that element of their offense to really come to life this season? Well, it, it was uh, it was a factor last year as well. And usually, you can look at an offense um, and say, "Hey, well, we're going to take this away," and, and 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 that's their strength. In this case, um, you know they they beat you. If you try to stop the pass, they'll beat you in the run. I mean, they're very explosive all over the place. Any guy that touches the ball has a chance to take it to the house. So, um, you know, again, we're just starting the early phases of the game plan here. So uh, we just need more time to look at it and decide how we're going to allocate our resources, basically. Maybe just in the grand scheme of things, maybe not individual to the Dolphins. Can you speak on the challenges of defending an offense that likes to attack laterally as opposed to vertically with that speed as Miami likes to do running across the field? as opposed to down down the field? Are there distinct challenges that, that come with defending an offense that likes to attack that way? Well, they, they do both. They they definitely attack horizontally, but they also attack vertically with the speed element, and um, they do a great job. Uh, like I said before, it's uh, revolutionary, the scheme that they that they, uh, that they use, and, and uh, it seems like they've added some things since last season at this point, and um, they're obviously giving people a lot of problems right now. And just one more, if I could, can you speak on Christian Benford's progression? I think he played every single defensive snap yesterday. And, and just to, to speak on how, how far he's come in your defense. Yeah, um, real proud of him. Um, he continues to grow every every day, every week. And these are, you know, good, these are good reps for him. And, and uh, like similar to James yesterday, he was in the game late. Um, due to numbers, but also due to the fact that he's a young player just in the beginning stages of his second season here. All right, thank you. Sure. 
Coach Mookie Hawkins, Waffle Sports 1080. It is Victory Monday, man. How you doing? Good, Mookie. You want to ask me about the fans? Nobody, nobody wants to ask about our fans yesterday, man. Huh? I, know, I don't know why they want to talk about. I don't want right. I don't want to talk about Miami right now. We know that's on the slab, but let's talk about you know Bills Mafia and most importantly, you putting on a defensive clinic yesterday. We're talking 230 total yards, nine sacks. Your defense created five turnovers, and it was one for nine on third down. I know you was very ecstatic about that, but what I did see, I didn't attend the game, Coach, but I watched you on tv you got a different look in your eye when calling plays you know so you know how 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 did uh going back to calling plays reinvent your hunger at dc yeah i mean like i said before um you know i'm knocking some rust off but i feel like i got a good staff around me and the players have been um they've they've uh, been very open and willing to do whatever we've asked and, and i appreciate that um so um, they've done a great job and they played extremely hard yesterday and I think they enjoyed the fans too. Um, it was a little bit like a home game for us there. And, um, nobody travels like, like the Bills Mafia. So we, we really appreciate uh, everyone showing up out there and showing out yesterday. Oh man, you can hear it on, on the TV screen, just the roars. And I'm like, well, well, damn, are we at Highmark Stadium right now? But I mean, the 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 fans were just electric out there in DC, coach, and you mimicked that. But um, you know, great coaching moments for you out there too. Uh, a lot of things nobody's not talking about in that third and 17 situation where they got the penalty and you marched them back. Just care to talk about uh those the, the hit and yard factor in that scenario. Yeah, I mean, there's a certainly obviously a decision you have to make there, uh, field position or, or take, you know, a fourth down situation. We just felt confident that uh, okay. we were running well all, all game long. And uh, why would this be any different? We wanted to try and create some field position for our, for our, for our football team. Absolutely, Coach. One more, if I can. After watching tape of this defensive clinic and the way the offense portrayed great balance, how did this team get better for next week? Well, there's a lot of things we can do to get better. Um, you know, I won't get into the weeds on it right now, but uh, we met this morning, talked about it. And I think that's the biggest thing right now is how are we getting better? How are we improving um, each and every one of us from, from, from yesterday's performance? Absolutely, Coach. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> right. Thanks, Mookie. Hey, Sean, um, to start, are there any questions we've missed about the fans that you wanted to talk about? Or You guys don't talk about them enough. That's what I'm just saying. We're like talking about, you know, this team, that team, and certainly respect that. But uh, you guys need to need to celebrate the fans more. I mean, that was uh, that was yeah. incredible. I think it was louder when we were on defense than it was when they were on defense. I saw Jordan Phillips pumping them up a bit, so notable for sure. Um, I am also going to ask about the Dolphins, sorry. But um, when you're preparing your defense for them, obviously you mentioned how they're revolutionary. They're doing so many different things. What differences are there preparing younger guys like Christian or Terrell who just have less snaps under their belt versus preparing some of these veteran guys who have seen – more things, even if they haven't seen exactly this, like what is it kind of like from a week long standpoint of getting guys with different levels of experience ready? Yeah, it's definitely a little bit different uh, because there's just not as much carryover maybe or, or um, uh, comfortability. Maybe that's a, a word also I would use from a year ago because, you know, they may not have had the reps built up from, from last year's game. So um, it's certainly a different offense. Um, and again, Coach does a great job there of of uh, using the team speed and and uh, and his creativity 
um, to, to maximize the output of the offense. How much do you see when like you can't necessarily replicate experience? What are guys able to soak in from just like hearing stuff from veteran guys on the team as they get ready for an opponent like this, even if again, like they haven't actually played quite as much. Well, I think that's part of the, you know, post meeting conversations that take place or some of the veteran wisdom that they impart uh, veterans and, and their wisdom that they impart on the younger players. And, um, you know, and sometimes what goes on in the locker room, some of the conversations in the locker room as well. So all that's important and all that can help. Sweet. Thanks. Sure. John, I just want to stress that I am, in fact, a strict adherent to the 24-hour rule. Uh, the game ended at 3.56 p.m. yesterday, so I'd like to ask you about the Dolphins. Appreciate uh, that. You're, you're well, hey, uh, all respect. Uh, so when you talk about uh, window dressing, and I know that a lot of your players probably even see, see this at the high school level, but what are the things that you need to stress regarding the Dolphins offense and all the things that they do to get your eyes moving in the wrong direction or to get you on your heels when they're when they're running some, I'm not saying basic plays, but when the ball snapped, there are some very simple concepts that are happening in the Dolphins offense, uh, but they're adding so much extra to it. How do you how do you get them focused or stress that this week? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be you know a lot of things we have to stress. Um you know, we'll start with fundamentals. Uh, we need to get better with some of our fundamentals. I think that's that's got to be a point of emphasis. Um, but really, after that, Tim, it's it's. Uh, I'm just getting into it in the last hour here, so it's for me to go any deeper at this point is would be premature. So, understood. And then I just wanted to ask from a maybe this is uh, not even a consideration, but seventy is such a big round number, and it's rare in NFL history. Is there a sports psychology aspect to having guys not get too hung up on the fact that these guys just scored 70 against an NFL football team? I don't know. I mean, I, that's, I'm a football coach, man. That's, that's way above me. Um, so we're just here trying to figure out a way to, to uh, play good defense. You know, we're just one hour into it, like I said. So. All right. Thanks, Sean. All right, buddy. Hey, Sean, AJ Feldman here in Rochester. Uh, Terrell Bernard, you know, he's a guy who didn't play a lot last year, was in a, you know, a position battle in training camp. And these first three weeks has really kind of stood out. Is there any part of his game, his performance that has surprised you? Or is this kind of maybe in the, the realm of expectations for what you had coming into the season? Uh, no, I don't think I don't think anybody's surprised, really. Um, um, you know, we know we knew that TB was a good football player um, and um, he's gotten off to a good start. I think that's, you know, I know you guys like to make, um, you know, big deals of things, especially early, early in the season, but we're just going into week four and he's off to a good start. And I think that's the key is he continues to play and grow and um, learn all the while and, and uh, that his play improves each and every week uh, as he embraces that growth mindset. A lot of his teammates talked about how he doesn't really act like a second-year player. Where have you kind of seen that maturity kind of that, you know, feels like a veteran so far in his career? Yeah, I mean, he's a student of the game. Um, he was last year as well. He came to us that way. Um, um, and, you know, I just think that um, 
he's just got, like I said yesterday, he's got a, he's got a maturity about himself, the way he carries himself, um, not only on the field, but off the field. And uh, football is important to him. His job's important to him. And, and uh, I respect that. All right. Thanks for your time. Sure. Hey, Sean. Um, I know you mentioned you kind of you feel like you're you're kicking the rust off and getting your feet underneath you as a defensive play caller and all that. I'm curious if a, a matchup like this one, um, just the competitor in you, like, did you miss these weeks as a defensive play caller where you're up against that? You, you use the word revolutionary to describe Mike McDaniel and what he's doing as a competitor. Did you miss these types of weeks as a play caller? <laughs> I think in some ways, yes. In other ways, no. Um, right. uh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, this is when you compete, this is, uh, this is part of, I think any coach would say, um, certainly players would say, you know, why we do what we do. Um, you look forward to the challenge. It is a huge challenge. Um, like I said before, I've never heard since my time here in the league, I don't think it's occurred where a team has put 70 or more on a team and, um, so, um, yeah, I mean, we've got our, our work cut out for us this week and it'll be a big challenge and, um, it's important that we're all in this together and, and we have great communication throughout the week and collaboration here. And, uh, what has allowed Leonard Floyd to jump in and just hit the ground running with you guys? I mean, both on and off the field seems like a natural fit. Yeah. Um, he's been a good addition to our team. Um, a guy that likes to play like TB likes to play football. Um, and, uh, you know, I think just adding him was a good pickup, as you said, uh, by, our, by Brandon, our scouting department. And, um, you know, he's athletic and, and he's very serious about, about his craft. And, and you see that as you watch him. He doesn't say much, but in his day-to-day -day interactions with, with his teammates and, and his approach uh, in meetings. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.